0: We're recording. Welcome to the Visual Div. No we're
1: sorry. Not, are co- we? we are. We're recording. Oh
0: shit! Hi, Matt. Hey, Alan. How are you doing?
1: Good. Good. I didn't. Think I was about to just talk about stuff that we weren't meant to be recording. You, you sprung that on me, even though I knew that we were meant to be recording 14 minutes ago.
0: So, uh, for those that are listening, when we press record, we have a five second countdown, and um, yeah, Alan didn't quite see the the 5 the 4 the 3 then when he saw the 2 he panicked a little bit and um No I and I
1: saw it but I thought you turned it off or like <laughs> pressed up. I,
0: I did try and turn it off but I I'm not that good see. with Okay <laughs> so I had a
1: visual cue it looked like you were going to press a button
0: <laughs> Afraid I'm afraid we're on now and given that we don't do that much editing to these this podcast we um everyone will just hear what we We don't do any editing we're... do we? Have we don't do any editing ed- i add the chicken noise at the start and the at the end
1: <laughs> chicken noise chicken tune,
0: yeah, and if anyone's listening, I use garage band if any like remember garage band that thing that is on your mac, but no one's ever used it because well, why would you use garage band um you know we're not teenagers in our garage recording stuff anymore, um so I use garage band to add the chicken noises, and it does a great job because I couldn't find anything else to do that with, so um. Anyway, long story short, um, we're here. We're on another podcast episode. We've oh, yeah. we've hit fifty countries. That was a big milestone that we hit. Fifty That's countries.
1: Fucking mental. Fifty countries. I'm I'm blown away by that. The thing that I'm most blown away by is, um, so like, America is the. It's like 23% of our listens are coming from America. And then like 25% of those listens are coming from Wisconsin. Like, do we just have these? Who, who in Wisconsin is listening to us? <laughs> it's so cool.
0: Um, I need to find this out. I think, I think the Flow Man lives in Wisconsin. Uh... And or Tony Seats lives in Winco- Wisconsin.
1: Okay, but the well, it's either we've got like this little cluster of loads of fans, or we've got like a super <laughs> fan. They
0: they do a big watch party in Wisconsin.
1: A listen party.
0: A listen Sorry, a listen party in <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be watching. for <laughs> Yeah, put a slideshow on and just put us on in the background. No, no, it's it's amazing. Fifty countries. I when I when you tweeted that i i did try and work out ah oh, yeah i've i've been to 50 countries and why actually i went through my spreadsheet and put all the stuff down. i realized i've only been to 32 countries and that disappoints me it's a lot of countries but it's a it's a lot of countries but i i wish i was like 50 doesn't seem you know there how many countries in the world there's something like 250 i think countries. officially
1: about 190
0: it's like oh okay
1: i don't think it breaks 200 but i Stand to be corrected. Oh, and actually, so I'm just looking at our stats here. Yeah, so Wisconsin is 10% of our listens in the US. <laughs> and then Minnesota, Minnesota is 26.7% of our listens in the US. Like between oh, I, those two places, that's nuts.
0: Yeah, I'm, like, we're gonna Minnesota? do, we'll, we'll have to do a shower. I, I don't know. I, all I know that it, I think it snows a lot at this time of year in Minnesota. So maybe. Lots of people are inside listening listening to us, maybe. Why? Well, cause, <laughs> why? Good question. <laughs> why, indeed. Well, why Why this week? Why should you listen to us this week? I, I, sorry, when when we're talking and in, in doing our intro, I look down at the clock and see, oh, four minutes has passed, and I've got this little bird who was actually jack Redley on my shoulder going you need to tell everyone what you're going to talk about this week
1: so basically every week you just give out about jack telling you what to do and you don't
0: do what jack tells you what to do Uh, i every week i've well you just keep talking that's you know you just keep introducing new little interesting little podcast (laughs) very true but hey we're, we're five minutes in we've we've got we've got to tell these people who've come here to listen about something um they've obviously reacted to our clickbait that we put in the title
1: yeah, but I didn't even know that we were starting this podcast. I don't even know what the topic is.
0: Oh, the topic. Okay, yeah, that's true. Um, this week, <laughs> this week a we on we, the counter. <laughs> we are going to talk about how it is so tough to be a freelancer. There's there's a lot of um, like, and I I do like them. I I won't knock them too much, but there's a lot of um, hey end of year reviews flying around. Um, which is always positive. It's always good to have a a look back and reflect on the year that's gone. But I guess I wouldn't mind just reflecting on how hard this year has been from a freelance point of view. There's been, I've had, I've had some ups. I've had some big downs. You know, the end of the year has finished off pretty positively. Um, But it's been tough. And I think I don't know. I, I I guess I just wanted to talk about and reflect on the freelancing um, journey, if you can call it that, and like throw some ideas around of why freelancing is actually pretty damn hard, because I know you you find it hard as well.
1: Yes, you just want to talk about the realities of freelancing,
0: I suppose. Yes, that's a good way to summarise it. Thanks, Aline. Thanks,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like. Freelancing, I suppose we're always, there is this kind of sale of a dream of what freelancing is, um, financial freedom and all that nonsense. But essentially it's, it's running your own business. And when you're the one person band, your sales, marketing, your outreach, your onboarding, your production, delivery all that kind of crack. So along about two years ago, I realized what I liked and what I didn't like. And I've, I, I started bringing other people on board and outsourcing, uh, not outsourcing, but getting partners to work with me because of how difficult, uh, just running a business is and how difficult producing something that is of high value to a client. And, um, yeah, so I, the, I suppose what, what, um, the hardest thing is always getting, getting work. What I found is the hardest thing. I found it quite easy to retain work, retain clients. Um, but, but yeah, like you put that with the retention of clients, you come up with other pitfalls, like, oh, they need work done by next week. And are you available or not? So, yeah, there's there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to take on board with it. Um, but, yeah, I suppose give us a. Give us a brief of how how the year has been and what you're thinking.
0: Yeah, so this year when when i started this year and i i know it's natural to say let let's put it in a year um but this year started i think back in january obviously back in january um but it like started every other year, it starts in like every other year yeah yeah even on a leap year it starts in january <laughs> um yeah, I was working at an agency, like a uh, a pretty well-known agency called 8020 who um they're like a, a Webflow enterprise agency based based really in the US but actually based out of Canada I think is their headquarters uh, or their business headquarters um but f- like lots of kind of contractors from around the world so from Canada, from the States, um from Brazil, from um Ecuador um from the u.s from ireland or whatever anyway i was was working for them as a they paid me every two weeks um on a contract and as clients come in i'd work on certain projects and it was it was a nice consistency um but there were you know there are ups and downs with agency work you get to work on clients that maybe you don't want to work on you work on projects which are you know get them out the door projects you don't get exposure to maybe the um, other aspects of of building websites that you enjoy, like the u x side of things or the strategy side of things um and anyway, long wind forward to february and i and I was thinking, oh maybe maybe if I go freelance, um it might be a bit more positive I can c- control who I work with anyway, the decision was taken that out of my hands, so uh eighty twenty had to lay off a few people um We got laid off and I was thrown into the freelance world and boom, like heavy landing. You go from one day knowing what you're doing to the next day, taken on all of those jobs that you described where, where do I get leads from? Like, how do I do my accounts? Um, How do I present myself? Do I, do I want to pretend to be an agency or to a studio or is it Matt Evans, the freelancer? Um... How do I tell the world that I've moved from agency to freelance? Um, what projects should I pick on? How, like, what what jobs should I pitch for? Should I pitch for a thousand a thousand euro jobs, or should I pitch for twenty thousand euro jobs? Like, and underneath that all is the uncomfortable truth that I know that if I don't work or land a client, I don't get paid. It's it's like it's it's brutal. It's it's not a feeling that I've ever had that much before i started a business back in 2012 selling coffee and i'd given myself a buffer um a kind of runway a six-month runway and said look i'm I'm gonna make it work but i planned out my income for that six months and if i hadn't made it work i would go back and get a job and happy days with freelancing it's slightly different it's like i want to make this work i want to i want to work as a freelancer. I want to work for people in the US. I want to work for people in the UK, in Europe, across the world from my base in Dublin in a way that I can do really good work, enjoy my day and provide for my family. And February was like a rude awakening that when you're stuck in your bedroom on a on a Zoom call, yes, you've got all this technology at your fingertips. People don't know who you are and people don't just invite you to pitch for, for work. Um, and luckily, I had some clients that I had before I joined eighty twenty that had some needed some work. I reached out to them and they gave me work and it it worked all right until probably about May time when the leads started like drying up pretty pretty majorly and I'd go I went for probably a month and a half and I had no new leads coming in and it's brutal it's, it means that you've got no money coming in, you know. And when you've got no money coming in for six weeks, it actually means you've got no no money coming in for three months because even if you land a project tomorrow, that project is not necessarily going to be completed for another four or six weeks, which means that's when you get paid the full invoice. So you start to start to worry and you start to think, "Gee, this is um, I, I have to go downstairs and tell my wife that we've got less money coming in. We can't book that holiday to Portugal that we want to go on." because if we do we're not going to have any money in the bank when we get home um you know we don't want to go raiding our savings and and all this kind of stuff um and then on top of that we decided that we want to move house so we want to go and buy a house you know we're old and old enough and ugly enough now with a with a young grown family to um to decide to do big adult shit like that and um you start talking about mortgages and then you start talking about mortgage brokers and they start telling you telling you well you need this much money coming in every month consistently to show the bank that you're trustworthy and da 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 and you start going well i don't have consistency in the way that my freelance um book works so it starts adding adding stress to your to your life you know i'm not a stress head by nature i don't get stressed by things very often but when it comes down to uh, big life decisions that you want to support your family with and the reason it's not happening is because you're not um bringing in the work that you need to bring in it's my stress levels went up um and it was not nice yeah so i think until probably june this year maybe july um it was tough it was really tough i i even thought about maybe going back into my old career of doing product management um i've got some experience there um bringing some of my webflow skills into that arena might give me an angle to to work with some local uh, tech companies here in dublin um but yeah i was i was that that close to saying sod sod you webflow freelance career i'm i'm going back into um kind of nine to five and yeah it was tough then our our, our son arrived like and our baby son arrived in August like early August at the same time I think I had three leads come in closed them all delivered them like I've never delivered anything in my life before I like I did some big big projects really quickly that boosted the bank balance up and I was like oh this okay this is easy this like (laughs) <laughs> you've just got to you just got to hang tight, you know, just wait, 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 you know, put yourself out there as much as you can and things will good things will happen. Um and then yeah, August came, August was tough. I didn't take as much time off as I wanted to f- with our new little um new little boy because I had these these leads and these projects coming in. Um and I didn't know when the next leads or projects were going to come in, so you kind of have to Make hay while the sun shines almost. Um and then yeah, come sort of middle of September, it, it all goes quiet again and the cycle starts again. Right. How how do I get money in? Is this the right thing to do? Like like mortgage application is coming up. I need to prove that we can get money through the door. Um and until probably middle of November, maybe start of November, it was the same tough Tough thoughts, and I wouldn't say sleepless nights because I've always, I've always been lucky enough to get myself into good situations. You know, at the end of the world, at the end of the day, you know, you, you you make what you can of of what's in front of you. But it's not easy, and it's it's even now I'm thinking, oh, what's January going to be like? Oh, I've got a few leads that I'm trying to close. What's February going to be like? Oh, what's May going to be like? Like, when are we going to move house? Should we move house? before i don't get any more leads because that means the mortgage company would like like me better because i've got money coming in like all those random things um and at the end of the day still trying to put yourself out there in a positive um progressive help other people in the community vibe um knowing that really we're all trying to be the swan on the surface but we are paddling like freaking crazy underneath the water and it's it's not easy it's not easy at all and um, so it's been a, it's been a really personally it's been a really positive year uh professionally it's been a roller coaster of a year with some really great projects some really like glimpses of oh man this is so cool like to to work doing what i do to hit some pretty big valleys where you're like it's pretty dark in here it's pretty lonely and yeah maybe this isn't a good place to to um to hang out for too too much longer you know so yeah it's uh it's not grim it's positive but it it has grim undertones
1: <laughs> i think you that was that sounds similar to me around the time Maeveen was born um i didn't have as dramatic a change of career as you did i but what i did do is i I changed who I was targeting because I wanted higher value clients, whatever the fuck that means, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, higher paying clients. So I start started cutting certain start, a lot of uh, work that I I just uh, didn't didn't want to pursue anymore, and started targeting higher end clients. But I suppose this this. This comes to what I actually did there is I I actually hired a guy. I hired a guy to do outreach for me. And, um, this guy was hired on commission with a setup fee. And that took a, took about three months for it to kick in. But at the same time I had stopped taking on those lower, um, value clients. I don't keep saying value the clients that just didn't I, I was trying to target higher clients with bigger budgets um but that that time was pretty the end of that three months was pretty frightening because it's the same thing you're you don't yeah the money's drying up and I I've said it a few times like the month before Mavin was born it was like uh, pretty it was literally zero it was like my sister's wedding was even the the couple of weeks like about 6 weeks before and i was like can i buy a suit
0: <laughs> wow wow so yeah
1: um so yeah that that kind of though was uh there was two things there like one i was trying to change how my business was operating and two i stopped taking in guaranteed income because i was because this this kind of income it was a lot of work for a lot less than what i wanted to take in so doing both pulling the rug on one um income stream and then aggressively targeting another income stream meant there was that gap back to just kind of what you were saying there the leads started coming in after a certain amount of time but i had a guy doing that work for me i had a guy you know going around the world saying that i was the person that they that other people wanted to work with um and that guy Earned his money. Like he worked really hard and got me the leads, got me leads eventually. And I would have continued on in on this, um, on that particular path. But just the way work can, uh, has worked out over the last nine months is that I'm now essentially fully employed by one client. That client just kept wanting more and more and more, retained me more and more and more. And, I'm, I'm essentially just working for them. So that, that's just basically me following, following the money <laughs> as opposed <laughs> to, um, not wanting to keep pursuing what I was doing with, with that other guy. And th- this kind of brings me back to, I've, the way I was saying earlier on is that I've always hired out skill hired in skills that I don't have or things that I don't want to do. um, so I hired this guy. He started bringing in high, uh, good leads. I hire designers if I'm doing a job because I'm not a designer. I always hire a project manager, because that person just makes my life so much easier. <laughs> and and it kind of goes back to what we started off saying there about the the freelance dream that everybody sold is that you can be the Swiss Army knife of everything. And there's people out there who can be, but. I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I think one should hone in a skill that they have. And maybe that skill is just running a business. You don't actually have to do any of the work and you can get all the people underneath you to do those things for you. Or maybe that skill is like becoming the best CSS, HTML, Webflow developer or becoming that JavaScript Webflow developer. Or that animations webflow developer, and then being pulled into projects because you have that particular skill set. Um, I don't know what the right answer is <laughs> in any of them, um, but but yeah, like uh, I'm particularly lucky. Well, I've worked my arse off to get myself into this position, um, but uh, the the last I I I'm not. A, I don't have a business anymore. I'm employed. <laughs> I'm I'm working for one particular person, one particular company, and it's going to continue that way for the next couple of years.
0: Yeah, it's... Um, I say, yeah, I, I like the way it's lucky. It's... You, you do make your own luck and you work, you know, by working hard, you, you're going to increase your chance of being lucky. Um, you know, it's like working hard is buying more lottery tickets, essentially, is the way it works. But... You still need to be. You still need to be there at the right time, the right place at the right time. And in this online world, globalized world, it's it is becoming increasingly hard to to um, to be there in the right place at the right time um, for when you need it. You know, it's that that's you know, it's uh, what's they say, Sod's Law, isn't it? You know, like all all the leads come in when you don't want them to come in. You want them to come in two every month on the month. <laughs> like nicely patter it down and then you know as you as you get into the freelance world you realize that that's not how it works um you've got to factor that into the freedom bit of the equation um you know i'm i'm very lucky like where i can drop my my son off at Crash. um i can if if my wife needs me to i can like take a day off and hang out with my son take him somewhere like all of the year before I would every Friday i would we'd go down the beach and hang out and go for walks and it's just that freedom element is great, but sometimes that freedom element means that for two months solid, like I was explaining with my um, with my newborn, like I took a week off and then I was two weeks head down, like head down trying to deliver clients to keep us or not to keep us but well, it was to keep us, but to keep our, my freelance income ticking over for the next two months. Um, and yeah, I,
1: I've got I, a, a <laughs> I've got a video of Maven being like four days old or something. And she's like on my chest and I've got the laptop on my knees, like building out a, I don't know, it was like a five page website and like smashing it out in like a day and a half. <laughs> but yeah, it was, you know, she's going to be asleep for 90 minutes. Go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely I didn't have that um uh that parental leave, I suppose, at the very very start. Same same kind of deal. Needed yeah, to take that well, job. You just had to take that job.
0: Well, that that's the thing, and and I I do I do really like the um the reviews that are that are out there on on Twitter and LinkedIn. I think it's it's always good to have a positive look back on stuff because. You know, it's very different to the stuff we were talking about in the previous episode about finances. Like, as long as they, it's not like, "Hey, I made two hundred grand this year," I think. Um, although I, I still think there's there's room for that somewhere. I think it's quite nice to reflect let's on. Let's not go down there. That's no, not let's not go, go down, down <laughs> that route. No, but the like the success of some like congratulating someone through a, a review that they did of the year, I think is is a positive. Obviously, it's there's a little bit of a marketing ploy in there as well, but there are i reckon as an iceberg you know there are so many of us who freelance who month to month are still struggling you know i think um like there there are like certain like really well known like pixel geeks a good example of you know he he's he's really good at what he does and he's been very vocal about it's it's hard it's hard like you can't just turn up to Contra or to webflow experts or to upwork and just hey, I'm a Webflow guy, let's grab a job here and there. It it doesn't work like that. Um, It's competitive. There are so many good people out there. There are so many mediocre people out there, so many crap people out there. But it's hard to cut through and it's hard to do it in a way that gives you that full workbook for 12 months of the year. Um, And yeah, I think that's the downsides I wouldn't, would I change it? Maybe I would change it. Would, if someone came along and go, hey, look, we want to hire you for four days a week for the next six months, would I do it? I think in a heartbeat, I would probably would say yes in the same way that you said yes. You know, if, if they were a good client to work for, there's um some good projects that they want to work me to work on, I, I would probably take it in a heartbeat over trying to search for new clients every single month and trying to build them and then find and then starting again and you know building up relationships and it's nice to meet it is great to meet new clients i've like re- just recently i'm working with a client and it's actually i i look forward to turning on slack and chatting and coming up with ideas and um sharing work and sharing progress because it's there's a very positive attitude coming across but some days you have clients where you don't want to do that because they're just going to throw stuff at you all day you know but unless you've got a, a full order book it's very hard to say hey no I don't want you as a client anymore <laughs> because th- the way the world is like if they're going to pay me money I'm going to do the job you know um so yeah I I think on the positive side my year of um enjoying freelancing on the positive side has been great you know I've um I've worked from the uk from from ireland like different places in ireland you know you go and visit family you sneak off for a couple of hours you know your example of maybe grabbing like she's awake in 90 minutes i did that for a period of two months where um our son you know he was what he was probably a year and a half old maybe a year old and he would wake up at seven on the dot and i knew if i could get downstairs at five I had a two-hour slot where I needed to absolutely focus. Like no, none of this like multi-tabbing, exploring this. It's like my brief today before seven o'clock, because I can hear the little monitor go is <laughs> do this and then I'll I'll have my breakfast time and the day will kick off. And it it focuses the mind in such a way that when when he does when he did wake up. It was such a pleasurable experience. Like, hey, I can come and hang out with my dude now because I've I've focused for two hours and I've got so much done in those two hours. It it's um we're talking a bit more about parenting here, but like and fitting stuff in. But the ability for me to get up at five o'clock, do my work, um, send it off to the client, and then get on with my other bits of my day that isn't time bound. And that client gets what they need when they when they need to get it is 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 amazing like the that's the freedom bit that is just such a gives you such a buzz you know i came back from holiday we actually ended up going to portugal because I, I landed a client there's a wedding out there um and i came back and the design that i had to build was ready and i looked at it and i was like this you know normally you go oh it's a two-week job but i had another one lined up i was like okay i'm going to do this in three days and i and i I was on a roll. I had my music on, like bang, bang, bang. Three days later, I had this gorgeous looking site out. The client was happy. Out, it had gone live, and you get that buzz that you don't get when you're working a nine to five or working for a kind of permanent. You know, but even when I was working at the agency, we did we did quick site launches, but it was it was never the same buzz that you get from someone came to you, asked you to do a job because you're good at what you do, you turn it around and they, they validate that their choice is right, give you a five out of five rating and go on their happy way and pay you the money that, it's just, I don't know, it's such a satisfying, um, satisfying way to do, to do work, you know? You exchange your skills for their money, happy days, off you go. If you could do that every month in a consistent basis, it would be the best job in the world like it would be it would be really good but we know that that only comes i would say 3 4 times a year if you're lucky um so yeah it's it's hard and i, I think i think i the, the reason i wanted to talk about it was because there are so many people that i've spoken to recently who are in the same position um they're looking for ways to differentiate themselves in the marketplace because the leads aren't coming in and there's this there's this dream peddled, and I know Web, Webflow is a tool. At the end of the day, it's just a tool. What you do with that tool is 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 also important. But um, there's this perception that you know you learn Webflow and everything's happy happy go lucky. Everyone can make loads of money. Da 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 da. Uh, you can live in different countries. You can move how like you can you know do this nomad lifestyle. All this kind of stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, most of us who do this are gonna find it hard at least three or four times a year because of the nature of the beast you know um like there's some great i think there's some great people out there in the community that are trying to help um freelancers um get better and put themselves out there you know like dan petty does these portfolio reviews and i really do like the way he presents themselves but he's in the 1% of earning capability you know he he'll land a big client that will keep him afloat for 6 months but l- most of us are kind of uh, like hand to mouth you know like you know luckily I don't rent an office but there'd have been a times last year where I'd have gone sorry office I can't afford you anymore <laughs> and you know the upheaval of that is is pretty stark but generally I like where where do I sit maybe I love freelancing. I love the buzz that you get. I love working with lots of different people. I love the fact that we can jump on a podcast at three o'clock in the afternoon and and, and chat shit. Um, but I'd love to have a happy medium of maybe a retainer client that paid me for three days a week all all year. I did some really good work for them. And then the other two days I could jam with other clients, learn learn new techniques, new build challenges, all that kind of stuff. That would be probably my perfect perfect setup, I would say.
1: Yeah, and do, I guess you can't um definitely having having someone consistent is is always a positive. Like it's it makes life a lot easier. But do you think it's because of the year that's in it, or do you think it's just because you have gone from agency life to freelance life. That things are a little bit different. Like, do you think it's possible that next the next six twelve months that because you've put in the groundwork that you'll have that reoccurring client? Um what's your what's your sense of that?
0: I I was speaking to um to Dan just now. Um and I used to work with Dan at 8020 and we were talking about of all, like he specifically mentioned, show your work. Okay. It's like everyone says, show your work, show your work, show your work. And we were saying it's great to show your work. In fact, you have to show your work because if people, if you don't show your work, people don't know who you are, but knowing who sees you when you show your work, is quite hard to quantify and that means that my confidence level of knowing if leads will become more consistent next year is kind of up in the air. Like, I honestly don't know. I don't know where my leads come from. I know people hear about me on Twitter. I've, you know, I've had my last three leads have gone, yeah, we, we saw you on Twitter. Or I followed up on Twitter. Um, I had one, uh, a call scheduled for, for next week that came through LinkedIn. I don't know how they found me on LinkedIn. Is it through a contact I don't know, but I don't think there's any consistency as far as I can see of of how leads are coming in so i i wouldn't be i would no i wouldn't be confident going into next year that it will be any better than this year to be honest um i'd like to I'd like to work out how to change that um you know maybe I'll buy someone's course that you know makes ten grand
1: <laughs> ten grand a month <laughs> you have to make sure that that person has made ten k a month
0: Exactly, you know, maybe 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 I'll follow one of those courses. You know, I'll do a course on that, and that'll solve all my problems. But yeah, honestly, I I don't know. I um, honestly, don't know. I you know, maybe I'll hire someone like like you did, and and get someone to do what they're very good at, which is, um, find people who need my services, and then and then I can convert them. But yeah, to be honest, I haven't really sat down, and I'm not very good at doing this. To be honest, I'm I haven't sat down and gone, right. This is my plan. I'm going to be consistent at doing x y and z for 3 months and hope that after month 3 all that work will have paid off and leads will start flowing in on my um into my inbox. Yeah, I don't know. I I would say I'm probably in the same place as a lot of a lot of freelancers whether it's webflow or uh, graphic design or front end or whoever is I just don't know. I I think it's And I don't know what I can do to increase that confidence level, really. You know, the Webflow Experts program is kind of dead in the water. You know, Contra and Upwork, Contra's dead in the water. Upwork, you have to start with tiny jobs and build your profile up. um, Really competitive. So I I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe this podcast will help. Maybe Maybe I'll put some tutorials out in the new year maybe that will increase exposure and get me get me on some more shortlists but for all intents and purposes it's new year new start last year didn't count for anything kind of vibe so we'll see <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's the joys of running a one man business <laughs>
0: it's tough yeah and i think as you said it, it it is a business because every expense that you put through um comes off your off your revenue essentially you know um it's all well and good making loads of loads of cash or having loads of cash come in but if your expenses are are not balanced out you know we're kind of lucky that we can control that to a certain extent um i'd love to be in a position where i could go and rent an office and if i didn't spend uh, a week there because we were away or I don't know, I had other things on. I wouldn't feel guilty that I've just spent money on something I didn't use. Um, But at the moment, I try and keep my costs down to a minimum. Don't spend too much on stuff. Um, But yeah, who knows? Like running a business is hard. Like filing your taxes, pain in the backside. You have to put, you know, a third of your income away into a little savings account as soon as you get paid. And you're like, yeah, but, but I need that money now and but you have Mm. to be disciplined and you need as you say like i I have an accountant who every month will go hey can you put some money away and i have to put the money away you know um yeah not easy not easy at all like would i recommend this to anyone probably not no (laughs) (laughs) um when when i'm hanging out with my with my kids at on the beach, and we're we're finding crabs in the in the um, in the rock pool at one o'clock on a on a Tuesday. Would I recommend it to anyone? Every day of the week, every day of the week. But yeah, maybe there's diff- Maybe there's maybe I should sell products. Then you could you know sell while you sleep. That might be a better way to do it. Freelancing is. Like, are you going to buy another course for that one as well? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I could actually do a course on that. I could do a course on that. I sold coffee. That was my big plan with a coffee. Um, I think though, um, it's
1: kind of yeah. Like I've I've had a similar experience, but not this year. I've had a different experience. But overall, like it's a kind of running a business is hard. Um when I what I found best is when I've collaborated. And had multiple people to collaborate with, and because this like this silo of individualism, like you don't have those people to bounce ideas off or to bring you in on other projects. So, I suppose, yeah, the the thing that I found most successful is, um, including people that have greater skills than me or greater experience. And getting them involved, and then they get you involved, and then it becomes like this little community—or not a community, but a workforce, like a cooperative workforce—that you have. And yeah, that—that's the thing that I found most successful. That I won't even say hone a skill; just be, just do, do the one thing. Um, yeah, I do as little design, as little copywriting, as little project management as I can. As little as even looking at my own emails, fucking hate it, <laughs> you know. Um, but but yeah, that that's all kind of changed because of the position I'm in. But that's that would be the way to do it. I've I've always thought that people should be more cooperative and work together more often instead of being on their own. Um, maybe that's a solution, or maybe that will help. But I also know what it's like when a job comes in and you're like. Do I really want to hire a designer this time around? <laughs> Just go for <laughs> it but what I found you know when you're saying there about when the jobs come in too many jobs come in when you have like a little group of people that you can reach out to, I found that has helped um but i think I think you're not the only one this year. I think a lot of people i've I've heard a lot of people say something similar so so yeah I don't know. Yeah, treat, I... treat, treat treat yourself more like a business than a freelancer, and and yeah, it's yeah, the, the fucking tax and VAT in Ireland, man.
0: It's insane. oh gee, it's uh, it ruins you. It ruins you. You have to pay like in Ireland for anyone who who wants to move to Ireland. You have to pay in advance for your tax for next year based on your estimates for this year, which is is tough. So you're almost paying your whole almost not your whole but let's call it two-thirds of your revenue is going to the tax man before you've finished the tax year (laughs) it's it's nuts um but like turning on to a more positive note is is anyone who's listening who and i speak to quite a few of these um people on twitter is anyone who's who's probably um trying to get into this world of you know they're fine they enjoy building websites they're good at building websites um but they they're relatively young on their career path. Is is do consider staying staying or getting into a nine to five, into a bigger organization in the same way that like you were talking about. You know, surrounding yourself with people who have different skill sets is like learn like a sponge off people. Go like I'm not saying it's not saying go and work for a webflow agency. It's it's go and work for a marketing um, agency or go and work for a corporate that has a marketing department and be that person in there that can be the Webflow person and start crafting your skills that way because you're going to be a sponge and you're going to learn how people deal with other people because 50% of freelancing isn't the Webflow skills. 50% of it is, as you said, project management is um, people management, client management, um, how you speak to clients, how you know when to say yes, when to say no, all those kind of things actually come at least in my my experience and I've only got my experience to go on but is come through working in lots of different companies and industries throughout my life um and I I know I I don't get nervous on calls now because I've dealt with I've dealt with idiots at companies I've dealt with idiot clients at other companies I've dealt with colleagues that have put me under pressure like there's lots of experience that I've had that at the time were were very scary and and like a new but over time have given me that inner confidence that if someone asks me a question and I don't know the answer I just go I don't know why because I've been through that process of saying I do know and then getting caught out in, <laughs> in, pre- in previous lives you know um, but I think surrounding yourself with people who maybe have that a bit more experience and don't pretending that you know it all is the best way to do it. And don't maybe jump into the freelance world too soon with no sort of safety net on on the other side. Um, I'm not saying do it on the side and weekends, but build up your skill base in a safe environment where you still can pay your rent or your mortgage. You can still support your family in a way that um, is less stressful than if you do it like we do it where you're just going, hey, paycheck to paycheck, you know? Um, That's the only thing I could could say. Like it is, the benefits are really good when it works. The downsides are really deep when it doesn't work. (laughs) But you can make it work, but just don't put yourself in a position where if it doesn't work, you're in trouble because that doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help your career progression. It doesn't help your ability to do it in the future. Um, All it does is, kind of just take a chunk off you <laughs> that you'll never get back. <laughs> oh, you never get back. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, right. anyway. Anyway. Sorry, sorry guys for the end of year wrap up isn't as positive as we'd like to think. In fact, no. One no, thing. a
1: Christmas party next week. I,
0: yes. This is an excellent idea. I don't know how we're going to have a Christmas party on a podcast.
1: So, me and Matt are getting drunk on the podcast next week.
0: Yeah. I am um, <laughs> I said it to Aoife I said it to Aoife, um this morning after you suggested it I said ah, Allen just suggested we have a Christmas party she goes an amazing idea that's an amazing idea so now yeah. I've I've got a I've got a carve out an evening now well, I guess you do as well where we can get some delivery to deliver the, the pints of guinness from the <laughs> <Yeah>. local <laughs> um, um or yeah. I need, or I need to drive down to Clare and we could just do it in your local. And um...
1: well, you do need to come to Clare and go surfing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that that will be a promise the world. That will be. Well, I'll mic myself up as I'm swearing, swearing at the uh, the waves crashing over my head in January.
1: That'd be hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, fifty minutes of talking about how bad freelancing is. We've done well. We've done well. So should we um, should we give everyone what they wanted? I think
1: we did. To <laughs> the person we... in Wisconsin, <laughs> to the person in Utah.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, if you li- if you've got this far and you're listening in Wisconsin, please tell us who you are. Um, and who's w- the
1: person in Minnesota?
0: And who's the person in Minnesota? Yeah. And who's the person in Nepal? No, honestly, I'd.
1: (laughs) Well, like when you're going down that far, it's like one person has listened to us once in Nepal. But thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we still value. We do still value. Um, Right, okay. So, yeah, we'll see you next week. See you. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye.